what's going on ladies and gentlemen we are here for another episode of the breaks radio i am one of your hosts ceo hayes and i am joined as always by the team of miss mary almonte what's up we also have Mr. Baylor the Great himself is in the building, BTG. A lot of championships over here, Hayes. <laughs> like, wow, this here is crazy. Go. I miss y'all, by the way. Uh, we missed you too last week since you since you took some PT some podcast PTO. We expect you to have these hot takes flying today. Oh, yeah, they sizzling hot. <laughs> <laughs> and then something that we don't have a lot, we actually have a guest in the building. We have company here, so I hope we're all on our best. Nah, it's not going to fucking happen. But we do have a guest this week. <laughs> Marquis in the building. What's going on, bro? Salute. Lakers Nation. Sorry, I just had to. I had to. Then I see the wall of sneakers in the back, of you, in, the, in the red. You just living real elite right now. Oh, nah. <laughs> that's just a lot of collecting. That's, that's all that is. It's been years of collecting. That's all. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah, you know. I wear them, though. So it's not like I just let them, you know, age. They don't do like fine wine, so. Fair enough. Mm. Fair enough. Fair enough. Welcome to the Breaks Radio. Uh, so we we got some news to get into this week. Uh, we're gonna catch up on the albums uh, that that Bailey did not get to talk about uh, last week. First piece of news that we have on on the docket for today. Um, we don't talk about fashion enough, I think, on this podcast. But this is I don't know if you want to say it's fashion, but these NBA jersey remixes. Uh, a lot of artists from Outkast, J Cole, Dreamville. Um, uh, they all got to collab and have input on this NBA remix collection. The jerseys are only $75 a peach, which a lot of these I would expect to be a lot more than that. What do you guys think about about the, the this remix collection? I guess we'll go to our guest first. Since you are the guest today, we'll come to you first. What do you think about this collection? I'm touched. <laughs> Honestly, um, I think it's great. Uh, what's better than hip-hop and basketball? It's like a perfect match. I mean, yeah, for sure. either you're slinging crack rock or you got a wicked, wicked jump shot. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> hip-hop quotable. That's how I look at it. So I'm a Laker fan, and actually I saw the schoolboy Q's jersey. Mm-hmm. Fire. Absolute fire. I think um, what they need to do also is start working on like uh, creating custom sneakers and warm-up jerseys to tie in. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Sort of like the Travis Scott Nikes and everything, but he starts tying those in with certain rappers or certain musicians and tie them into the jerseys and everything. I think it'd be great. I like that idea. I like that idea. Yeah. They very dope. Mary, what do you think? Um, you probably should have came to me last. Cause I probably have the least to contribute to this since I'm like the only chick and I'm a real chick who is not really into jerseys. Um, but I do like, you know, the marriage or the blending, so to speak of, um, the culture. So, I mean, if we were going to talk fashion, we should have started talking about Ivy Park dropping like any day now that I probably won't ever get. But anyway, I digress. Go to Baylor. <laughs> Wait, no, Mary, did you Wait, not no, have Mary, a jersey dress in, in, in the in the 90s or early 2000s? You got it. You know what? And Maya was my chick. And I think she was the one who made that cool because she had like a North Carolina jersey dress um, in that Best of Me remix video. Yeah. Um, that might've been the only one I was tempted to get, but I totally did not have one. No, but I did rock baby fat. So I, I still get my ghetto pass intact. I don't, I don't know. We'll, we'll come back and decide that one. Yeah, that's a lot to decide. Okay. <laughs> I'm leaving it alone. Baylor, what about you, man? 
uh, all of them was was hard to me, which was a surprise. I, I figured I would find a few of them that that I, that was a little off to me, but no, I really like those Brooklyn Nets. I really like mm-hmm. those a lot. I like the Chicago joints a lot. Uh, of course, I'm gonna roll with the Schoolboy Qs, but yo, LA still waiting on the Crenshaw edition. So until mm-hmm. we get those, like, mm-hmm. and I went and, and Crenshaw, funny fact, is a rival high school to me. But out of respect of Nip, yo, we yeah. need those. Yeah. For real, for real. At least they're not appropriating like Supreme. <laughs> right, right. Overall, canceled. Should be. Uh, overall, though, this is a it's a nice look. I'm definitely gonna add probably one or two of these to the collection. I don't know which ones, but um, I got to. I just I have to now to add in like if they come out with shoes to match these on top of that. I remember there was at one point in time like um NBA had a a deal. I think it was Adidas, and they came out with with Adidas classic versions of every NBA team had their own shoe. If they do something like this with that, it's a good look. Absolutely, yeah, yeah for sure, absolutely. All right, let's move into the topic number two for today. Something that should have happened a long time ago. The fact that it didn't happen until now, I just, I guess I just assumed that it happened. But Notorious B.I.G. inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, his, da- his daughter and his son got to speak. It was great to hear them talk, like especially his daughter, who said that she was three when he passed away. And so she's basically gotten to know her father through the impact that he's had in the opinions that other people have had from him after his passing which is it's just crazy to think of uh baylor i'll come to you first on this one man what do you think about big getting into the rock and roll hall of fame yo so look not being funny here but it's like is this the second time no i swear to god we talked about this already it wasn't the rock and roll hall of fame we talked about this around last year though he did get inducted i can't remember what it was but no this is the first time was it bet or something it was something it was something but i feel like but I felt like it was, unless we talked about this was going to happen. Maybe that's what we're because, I think you because, should just lay off those edibles. No, 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 totally. No, 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 no bullshit. I literally thought, I literally thought we talked about this already. Like, cause like you just said, like you just said, like, bro, this should have been like happened like years ago. Mm-hmm. And for the fact that this is just happening now, I swear to God, like this is like deja vu. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I don't know if we maybe talked about the fact that he wasn't in. I, you know what? Somebody got inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and I think what happened is that we were talking about all the names that hadn't gotten inducted yet, and we, and he came up at that at that point in time. I think that's what happened around this time last year. That that's fair enough, but I, I'm not saying that we we actually had this convo already, but I know for a fact that we talked about him either being inducted or they was talking about it because it was like, we had the same, we had the same response was like, yo, this should have been have, you know, it should have been happened already. Yeah. Yeah. I do want to make notice that you must be in a safe neighborhood. I saw a couple of white folks walk by. <laughs> 97% white people say over here. Absolutely. Okay. okay. I just want to point that out. Go ahead. And I'm in the Prius, so I'm good. Oh yeah, you're good. Yeah. That's for sure. That's for sure. <laughs> but, uh, uh, Mary, did you get your chance to give your opinion on this yet? Well, you mean the last time that happened in Baylor's imagination or in real life? <laughs> um, so, I mean, but I do share Baylor's sentiment that it's about damn time, right? Like, I, I do feel like, was Tupac already inducted? I think, I think so. he was, he's been there. Yeah. It would have been dope if they did that at the same time, but I think only one of us can get in there at, at a at a, a year. <laughs> so I don't know. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, listen, he definitely deserves to be there. Um, I think that Big probably had the biggest impact on bringing hip-hop mainstream, probably more than any other artist. I might have had this conversation with one of you offline before. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so I definitely think that this is well-deserved and it should have been happened. But yeah, congrats to his family for getting his flowers for him basically definitely definitely it's 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 a good look for hip-hop uh but you know i mean i know there's criteria that's that's needed to be met between uh like your debut album and some other shit and he just he literally just hit that which it doesn't i mean damn big's been dead for what 20 years at this point yeah more than that yeah 22 crazy it's crazy 24 Um, i got two things to say about that though um so he was inducted with Whitney Houston, T-Rex, Nine Inch Nails, Depeche Mode, and uh, the Doobie Brothers, right? It's a good class. Good, good class. Really good class. Um, and I think in Diddy's speech, he said that no one comes close to sounding like him, and he was the greatest rapper of all time. Unfortunately, I can't agree with that. And I know Puffy has to, or Diddy has to say that, but in the beginning, Jay kind of sounded like him. And that's where he got his flow from when he changed it up from... You know, the bumps, tickety bumps, or, you know, the, the the jazz, I'm so crazy, stuff like that, when he got away from that. But, yeah, he adopted his flow, and that's how he became Iceberg, the rapper. He did kind of sound like him, but the greatest rapper of all time, I can't, I can't co-sign that, so. Mm, I'm proud of him. I'd say, I'm proud okay. of him. I, I, think, I think it's necessary, because, like like we said, he inspired a whole generation. He basically built Jay-Z. Um, well, resurrected Jay Z because even Tree was trying to get a record deal for a while, but he, he made the crossover. But again, I can't put him in that greatest rapper of all time. So you know what this gets us, this gets us to unique territory because when Mary asked if you can come on, Bayless said that the first thing he was going to ask you is he needed your top five list. I didn't put it on here because I'm like we're not going to harass this man. So I but I feel like now that it's come up, we got to hear it. who's your top five. All right. Um. <laughs> Now we're harassing this man. <laughs> it's, so, it's so good. I'm gonna say Nas. Okay. Um, of him. Nas, okay. of course. Rock him. As much as I didn't want to put him in there before, Jay has to go. He has to be there. Okay. Um, I would have said Cube. I would have said Cube just because of what he did for the West Coast. But I'm sorry, can't do it. Um, get back to me in the last two. Get back to me in the last two because it changes, but they're always still the top ten. You know, that last, that last two is always that last two is always something. Yeah, I tell you yeah. this though, I think the best, I, I think the best hip hop artist of all time is still alive, and it's not Jay Z. Would you say KRS One? No, close. Oh. I got, yeah. I got LL Cool J. Mm. I can't do it. He didn't write all his rhymes. That's 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 fair. But when we talk about okay, all right, I can't, I can't, See, I can't, here, I, can't argue, I can't. Let me say this: Is Drake not an evolved version of LL? Drake is and Drake is Drake is a diet LL. Lyrically, he's better. <laughs> you said you said lyrically. That's you said a hot lyrically? take. I am not a Drake That is fan. a hot oh, take. Oh my god! Don't do that. Lyrically, better than LL. Whoa! Wait a second. Hey, can Wait I can second. I ask you this? Can I ask you this? When you when you make your Mount Rushmore, not just in general, not your personal one, is LL up there? No. Oh my god. No. I would never put him above KRS One. I would never put him above Rakim. <sighs> Okay, I need two more. And he's not. He's not above Nas. I'm sorry. You got to come back because we need to break this down further. Because this is an episode within itself. Like we, you, you, you got. You came on the right podcast for this type of conversation because this legit could turn into an hour long discussion just on this alone. Um, 
I'm ready. There's a lot this to break down. Have us fighting. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, you better control this shit. You better control this shit. Talk about oh, Michael man. Jackson or, Prince because or Baylor. Let's write the shit. That's what you, you got. Oh, you got man. Nas over at I was, LL on the Mount Rushmore. I was there. I was there yes. on everything you said, and then he said he's lyrically better than LL. Listen, we just got it. We got a pencil. We got to put a pin no. in that conversation. Hear me out. I'm not saying is he's he's more of a he's a greater not a lyricist. He's not a lyricist. He's just mm. a better rapper. And the lyrics that are put together for him, and he might not write his own. If you listen to him, pen to paper, he's a better, he's a better lyri- l- lyrically better than LL. About what? What is Drake saying to y'all? Pete? Wait, wait, wait. What is he no, doing? Again, I'm not his people. I am not his people. Are you, so are you saying, when to... you say lyrically, do you mean the content and what he's rapping about? Or are you talking about structurally and rhyme scheme? Structurally rhyme scheme and okay. some of the content. Okay. That's it. Again, LL can get away with being, I'm bad and still, I need love. Mm-hmm. I mean, Drake can't get away with saying I'm bad. Like we won't believe it. Like you look like cotton, bro. We can't. We don't believe that. We don't believe you. We need more people. So oh, that's man. that's why. And then back to the real quick. I'm sorry, I got to address this. Back to the Nas being on Mount Rushmore. He inspired more rappers than anyone. I hate to say it. He's your rapper's favorite rapper. He's probably one A or B of the greatest lyricists of all time. Mm. So yeah, I have to have him on Mount Rushmore and lyricist, not rapper. So. My bad. I mean, uh, you know, I'm gonna drink some more wine. Let's see the side eye. <laughs> it got real. It got real, ladies and gentlemen. Listen, um, my bad. Uh, my bad. So you, you, you've basically just booked your second appearance off that that <laughs> alone. So don't even. We'll get back to it. We'll get back to it. Let's go ahead. Let's get into our third topic because I got to get this. I have so much Let's to go. say. But we're gonna we're gonna pencil that in for later. Um. So, so we're waiting on uh, the next versus battle. It's going to be Ti and Jeezy. Um, and but Swiss is, was on IG Live as he tends to do and talks about versus battles. Apparently, a tribe called Quest and Outcast is in the works. Seems like they're trying to they're trying to lock down Andre because you know Andre's. I don't know if he's still traveling with his flute doing his crazy shit, but. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it seems like they're trying to they're trying to lock him down to get to do the appearance. Would this be the best versus battle of all? Like, what do you, what do you guys think? We had the best. What was we the be- had the best okay. already? Okay. This is this. What was the best again? This was nice though. I mean, I I still have a toss up between shit. The the very first one was real. Good. It was very entertaining. Mm-hmm. But seeing DMX dance, bro, that was the best thing. Like that was love. Yeah. That was yeah. Love. That was that was genuine right there. So I got to get. I got to give it to the two dogs. Okay. I gotta say that. I mean, I I don't have a crystal ball, but in terms of anticipation right now, this one would be the best for me. And I actually feel like they're an unlikely but perfect matchup. Exactly. That's that's my standpoint too. This is 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 the like no one. This only group that I will put against each other. Like Outkast's catalog and what they've done, it's going to be very hard to find a matchup that makes sense to them. And this is one that, as soon as I heard it, it was like, yeah, you can't find any holes with it. On top of it being, it's probably it's going to be entertaining. The music we all know, the music's going to be on point. So it's just. I can't think of a better a better matchup for them. Marquis, what are you thinking, man? I see I see the wheels turning. Um, I don't know. I don't think that the tribe could compete with 
outcast. I think it might be a slaughter. What? Give a lot more hits. I'm sorry. Hear me out. What? Hear me out. Hear me out. There are look the white people running. They're running. <laughs> sorry. As of what you just said. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I don't know how many songs ever hit the mainstream. They hit the hood. They hit the hood. But sorry, Miss Jackson. Um, uh, run the game. Even if, if they include Hey Ya, it's over. It's over. You know what I'm saying? So I don't. I don't see it being an even battle. I understand. You know the complexity of it. I mean, maybe De La Soul kind of would be a better, but I don't. Mm. I don't see it being a match. So you're basically saying it's because of their main, because Outkast has more mainstream success or hits than Tribe. I think people. But this is not for the mainstream. Versus the culture. I was going to say that. So you saying that that Outkast is dependent on the Republican votes? (laughs) (laughs) That's basically what you're saying. I think it's like people waiting for Outkast or Poon artists. Anyway. <laughs> oh God. Oh, that one God damn. <laughs> Shit. It's not again. Oh, it's it's hard. It's just hard. I don't I don't know. Scenario would help out a lot. Scenario remix, that would help out a lot, but a war tour, I mean, you know, I lost I lost my wallet in El Segundo. Um there's a lot there, but when they drop that when they when they drop that world tour, I'm gonna start crying. Again, it's personal to me too. I'm more of a Tribe Called Quest person, period. Like, I, that's, again, the first two albums are classic. First three albums technically were classics. I just, I don't know. When you're listening to it, and also, you know, if you've seen Q-Tip lately, you look like somebody's uncle <laughs> in a robe. I don't know. I, I just, I just, I'm sorry. I don't see it. I don't think it's going to be as great as everybody anticipated. And back to the conversation, I think that Gladys and Patty was the, the best one. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. Fair enough. I so I think I, this... I, I, look I'm doing a lot of shooting I apologize but <laughs> no I mean this is this is gonna be one of those ones that I think uh it the 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 magic of this battle is not gonna be just in looking at their catalog it's gonna be in them interacting especially if they're in the same room if it takes that vibe of them telling the stories about their music and stuff like that like it's going to be a moment for the culture as far as who pulls this out I. Outcast, I will probably predict Outcast to win it, but for me personally, um, at, at the age that younger me, Outcast all day. I'll put, play Outcast before a Tribe Called Quest, but I go back to Tribe Called Quest music now at this at the age at thirty four years old next month, and a Tribe Called Quest's music hits differently for me than most of Outcast's catalog. Outcast's first couple of albums are on that level, but the latter ones I really don't go back to anymore. And I, and not saying the music is isn't good it's just it's not what i want to listen to right now i agree with that yeah. i 100 agree with that yeah and hey i was corny by the way that video was live though you can't take away from that video That's it really was nice. but still the song itself was it became corny because <laughs> it just it was it's in commercials now you got it as a, a toyota commercial it's really corny now yeah yeah so i think that shouldn't be played at all <laughs> mm. Mm. <laughs> it's gonna be played that doesn't get, get a point hot They're takes hot takes uh so we're gonna get into our first break when we come back uh we're gonna catch up on reviewing commons newest album and uh get Baylor's thought on uh buster that me and mary reviewed last week we'll be right back after this what's up everybody this is dan aka dan on drugs and i am afro becky aka afro becky and we are the black law and legal lies podcast a weekly legal podcast for the culture 
Each week, we have conversations with our co-host, Anne, a licensed and practicing slash ratchet ass attorney, as well as myself, a rehabilitated criminal and our lovely esteemed moderator, Afro Becky. Most of our topics are legal in nature and we discuss them in a relatable way. We release new episodes every Tuesday. Yo, you can find us anywhere podcasts are available. Or you can find us on social media at Black Law Podcast. So check us out. Or don't. Hey! What? Sometimes people do like the opposites. All right, Baylor. I'm going to give you You want to leave now? Huh? Now. <laughs> <laughs> Baylor, extension level event two, man. You didn't get to talk about it last week, so I want to start this one off with that. Uh, and your thoughts on it. Me and Mary went pretty in-depth on it. What were your thoughts on listening to the album? I'm pretty sure y'all touched on that Q-tip track. That track was hard. Mm-hmm. The Kendrick track was nice. Uh, I liked it. I liked it. I knew I... I ain't gonna lie to you. I was a little nervous. Mm-hmm. I was a little nervous. I didn't know where Bus was gonna come from, but... Uh, he damn near had everybody on that goddamn album, didn't he? But every feature <laughs> hit. Every feature hit. Yeah. Cause uh, the thing is, I didn't look for I didn't look at the track list because I wanted to be surprised by it. Mm. Right? So when I heard Rick Ross pop up on it, I was like, what in the hell is going on? But it worked. It worked. But that Q tip track with him and Q tip, man, I don't know if y'all listen to that off of Edible, but that shit is phenomenal. <laughs> that shit off is edible. phenomenal, nice. man. Him him and Q tip have that chemistry it's, they can get on the track at any point in time in any era and it's gonna be amazing that whole the abstract in the dragon album which people don't talk about was really fucking dope mm-hmm. so yeah. i want to thank you yeah oh. I, it seemed like it seemed like bus and and Nas was like i need to just it's i don't know it's like it's like they brought their old soul to like a new generation. They tapped into and something. Somehow, yeah. 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 It's just it felt good. It feel that album feels good. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. Uh Marquis, since you're here, what did you think about Extension Level Event 2? <clears throat> um, I was worried. Mm. I like that I was worried. Um, but when I heard it, I was amazed. Um, I even listened to the extended version with the extra songs. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is it was funny because um Lyrically, and I, I thought about it. I thought he was better lyrically than he was before, mm-hmm. but it was he just actually had content to talk about, and he killed it. Even on the premiere track, mm-hmm. um, when he changed his flow up, but if you notice, he rarely did the rapid fire, except on the song that would be a more of a modern type of song. I, I forget the name of it. Um, it's uh, I can't even remember the name of it, but it's one song he's actually sounding like. Uh, he's he's it's a modern type of song, like a a. a Hip hop, new age, whatever this is, pop hop. Um, <laughs> but he still brought that bust of flow to it, you know. Yeah. Um, deep thought, and even the track where he was talking about, you know, being a baby father, a baby father, and his wife or his ex is keeping his baby away from because because she could because she controlled it. Like that was that was powerful. Was that the rhapsody joint? Yeah, yeah, like yeah, it kind of resonated. I mean, I, I you know I didn't go through it, I kind of, but it resonated because I mean I know a lot of people who went through that struggle trying to be there for their father was trying to be there for their kid and you know what i mean the, the girl was just jealous because he moved on or whatever and held that against him but that, that was powerful the whole album even with anderson pop i love anderson pop that's my dude like yeah. and like you said kendrick is going to do kendrick but he matched him like you know lyrically he, he came with it and like you said that q-tip song when i came on i was nostalgic that was yeah. just that back-to-back flow that 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 companionship they have, you know, they have a relationship and that, that elevates each other. I, I love that. But um, yeah, I thought the album was phenomenal. 
So if I was the source, I would have given four and a half mics. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much, I think, where we all fall with this. This is an amazing album, especially for a rapper to deliver that late into their career. Um, but let's talk about the next one. Another one coming from a 90s rapper delivering a new album. Common, A Beautiful Revolution. This dropped the same day, I believe, as the election. Um mm. Who wants to take this one away first? Anybody? Nobody. I'm a, I'll take it. Say it a lot. Okay. I'll go first. Um, because I actually listened to it. <laughs> and I don't know if y'all know this, but Common is definitely in my top 10. And that B album is in my top five. Definitely. Um, okay. So, and then everything he did after sucked yep. for me. I think so he's the only I was, one who has them in the top 25, to be honest with you. What? I think you're the only one who has them in him in your top twenty five. Uh, probably, but I'm me, and you know, me. I do what the fuck I want. So anyway, <laughs> um, basically, I was very afraid of this because I'm like, yo, we really don't need like kind of like Baylor said before too, right? It's like, all right, Nas and Bus a Bus, like they came and and carried it. We don't need dudes from the past coming and. <laughs> fucking it up now, like fucking up their legacy. And so I think whenever I hear of any artist from the golden era, in my opinion, of hip hop, kind of trying to drop a new project, I'm scared. And I didn't even really know this about myself, but I think this show has taught me that because every time we bring up like older artists dropping something new, I literally like, like get afraid. Um, So this was not an exception. I wanted Common's legacy to remain intact, but I actually thought it was dope. Um, lyrically, I thought it was great. And content-wise, I mean, it was political, but that's kind of what we needed right now. Um, I will say I could see people having a problem with the tempo, like all of the beats were kind of sleepy, or like I could see this being on in the background and being very, you know, like kind of chill vibes <laughs> for the whole album. The Fallen joint is dope, though. Um, and his flow, like he really, he did some interesting things with that there. Um, I think it's solid. I actually felt like it was something that we needed for us woke people. <laughs> solid is a great way to describe this album. And I think, <laughs> I think, uh, so you, you mentioned it. B, Finding Forever and Universal Mind Control is one of the best three three punches it, 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 ever. Um, him working with Kanye at the time was amazing, and like you said, almost everything since then has just been so-so. But the uh, this this album is is solid from the from the point of like it's a great. I feel like this would be better to hear him perform live and to feel that energy. That's I feel like it would be better that better than it. Just, for me, it's something that I don't know if I'll go back and listen to it. I enjoyed listening through it the the three times that I've gone through it, but it's like. I don't know. I just it's not the best version of common. And when you, we talk about if we're comparing it to Nas and what Buster, what they were able to do this year, it it, it doesn't hold a candle to that at all. Um, and it doesn't hold a candle to, to common when he's at his best. It's just it's a really solid album. It's very much of its time. And I feel like as the, the this era that we are that we're in now dies down with with Agent Orange going getting out of office is is it. Are we going to want to listen to this type of content? So that's that's kind of where I am with it. Hmm, interesting. I like that. So uh, to me, that's like a reference right here. If we ever want to look back, this was the content that was created. So it's like a reference check. So mm. I can understand why this al- album would be relevant with him out the office because all the stuff that's going to come back 
but come out that we find out about them, we're going to remember this album. Yeah. Um, for me, I think, Mary, you, you pointed out perfectly, um, it's almost like a, a latter J. Cole few albums. I need some chamomile tea and a pillow. I kind of want to fall asleep. Um, I'll listen to it because you did recommend it. I do trust your opinion. So I'll listen to it again. It's just, like you said, it's just tough to get through the first time. And I think that's like a lot of his albums. I believe the last one, um, Black America, I, it had took me time to finally go back and get through it. Um, but I appreciated it. And I do want to address something you said. Um, best three albums ever. I'm sorry to reference this. Trilo- the, the trilogy, I'm sorry. I can't agree with that. Close. One of. I said I one put, of. I, one of. I thought you said B. No, oh, I was going to say Kanye. Uh, Kanye Wayne has the best trilogy. I, I'd have to sit back and think of. Who you said? Who, oh, oh, I, I think Kendrick does. We said this before. We said yeah. we said Kanye, Kendrick, yeah. and then Little Wayne then was. Little Wayne. You know. Yeah. I didn't co-sign Little Wayne. I can't whatsoever. co-sign Little Wayne. Anyway, I can't co-sign Little Wayne. Sorry. I don't know. If that's I, just my error. The we Carter, is a lot not, of people. The Carter Three <laughs> is not my favorite, but the Carter One, Carter Two, that. That shit was of my generation. I love that shit. Um, Carter ahead. one, yes. Carter two, I can't. I I didn't love it. Yeah. I'm sorry. My bad. I, I don't want to take the time <laughs> to shot at right now. I know I see a lot of bullets coming at me. Not from your neighborhood, because you know, Vela. It's you know, you're in a Prius and no bullets coming from there. <laughs> I'm in a red. I'm in a red uh, area right now, so I'm pretty. <laughs> All right, brother. What you think, man? Ah, god damn it. I knew I knew my time was coming. Um all right, so it was like this. When I listened to bus, it was on the freeway. I'm yelling out the I'm yelling out the window, yo, this is that new bus. Mm-hmm. I get to the lounge and common is playing. And I'm like, yo, this is that new common? Okay, this is this is all right, but did you hear the new bus? <laughs> so that's kind of like where I'm at with it. I took two tracks out of it. He had a total of nine. Yeah. It was it was it was okay. It was okay. Replay value, not so much, but I did get two songs out of it that I will download. Okay, that's fair enough. Fair enough. Well, that's our opinion on a beautiful revolution. Now, something that you know we usually talk about TV and film, and I saw that uh, this got a little traction, so I put it on because I I don't think we ever talked about it. Um, I think we all kind of agreed it was too early, um, and I wasn't in the mind to talk about recasting. But Black Panther 2 is still on Marvel's schedule as of right now. No announcement if they're going to recast T'Challa or not. But I figure it's time. Let's have this discussion on if they were to recast T'Challa. Uh, what do you guys think about it? Who wants to take this one first? You know, there's two ways that this it. could go. Give it, give it to Robert Downey Jr. How about that? Stop. He did play a black man before. He did. <laughs> Stop. No, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. I feel like there's only two ways that this can go that I personally will be okay with. Okay. A, like in the comics, it becomes Shuri. Um, or it's B, which is what I'd rather see, is Michael B. Jordan somehow gets resurrected and he takes it. Kill Don't Mugger roll your eyes. Killmugger got to take over. He no. has to. And, and Okay, so here's my opinion. Yes. And this, this may get me uh, people... So... The role of Black Panther and T'Challa in in one of his own solo films became a cultural icon. And Chadwick worked hard to build that. 
And I get the people being attached to Chadwick and saying, that you know, it's it's right if you recast it. I mean, it's wrong if you recast it. Let the role die with him. But the way that I look at it, and, and we, we'll never know Chadwick's actual feelings on it unless his wife comes out and says this, this was how he felt on it. But for somebody to work this hard to make a black superhero an icon, I, I just I, I would not want that work to go away. Like people have to pick up the baton and keep it moving. You like recasting him as a role is not disrespecting his legacy. It's keeping it going because he worked so hard to make that role what it is. And for me, if it was if I was going to pick someone and I know they're much younger than Chadwick, but he's Nigerian. He's a great actor. Uh, Damson mm. Id- Idris Franklin from Snowfall can definitely play that role. Mm. Okay, so you know what? I, now, never now, about that. I see where you're coming from. I see where you're coming from, and I agree with that. At the same time, I think it's because we're so used to. I don't want to say that. I'm gonna say it though. We're so used to white people fucking it up with mm. these other with these other characters. Like we've had numerous Batman's, numerous uh, Supermans, and Spider Man. That's because they keep fucking it up. That's why. If you stick, if you stick with the right person then we'll get used to that. And that's what it was. It was so iconic, the film, and who played it, that we're so used to it. I don't think it's disrespectful if they recast it. I think it's just paying honor to him. And if they go by, like Mary said, the story, I mean, the uh, the comic book, then it's technically it's not technically it's not recasting if they go by the, by the comic True. book. Yeah. Even if they did bring Killmonger back, that's not, that's not recasting. Which Killmonger has come back from dead in the comics as well, so that would still be in line there. But go ahead. I'm I'm, ro- I'm, I'm rolling with I'm rolling with Mary's okay. Mary's take. I, but I would as prefer. Per usual. I would, I would I would prefer I would prefer to see Killmonger because I'm on that type of energy. Hmm. Yeah, me too. Interesting. So <laughs> I'm on that energy. Okay. Can I jump? My turn. Yeah. Pick me. Ahead. Pick me, coach. Go ahead. Um. Two things. You know, like you said, Killmonger would come back. Um, and the reason is because you, you saw him die and you also have the resources to bring him back because it was like momentary. Um, I think we need to get past this. Um, someone can play that role. And I agree with you. The Black Panther is the icon itself. It's not the person playing the character. It's Black Panther. Yes, he did a great job. He made us appreciate the Black Panther because I remember watching before I watched Civil War, I'm like, all right, Black Panther's in it. But when I saw it, I'm like, holy shit, he stole the movie. Mm-hmm. My thing, though, I think, and I hate to say it, but this might be the right time for a Black woman to take the helm in this particular day and age. I think it's time for us to get past this, you know, we need this hero, we need this man to represent, but you know what? Sure, is the future. And the direction we need to go in as people is women kind of need to lead. Um, and I'll, I'll politically... I'll reference um, some of the, the countries or areas where like New Zealand, where women are in power and the COVID situation is handled. So I know that women think ahead, men think immediate. I think this is more of a, a transition where a woman, a black woman especially, should take that position, that role. That's how I feel about it. Yeah, I mean, you can't be mad at the only thing with is everyone pointing to Shuri taking over. And while she's a great actress, um, that what the, where that character was i i just i don't i don't see them ready to to take that mantle and ha- and carry it with the same reverence that T'Challa did now it can happen i'm not saying that it can't i'm just saying specifically in storyline not the actress herself but in storyline shiri was still very immature so i don't see her being okay. in a place 
Go ahead. Fair. Do you see Spider Man the same way? But Spider Man, Spider Man is has always I, I been. He's, he's been in the, the in the forefront. It, his immaturity is part of the story and always has been. Go ahead. But wouldn't that make for a great story? The immaturity of Shuri growing into this role and this responsibility. The queen. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. It de- it, de- it depends on how the storyline is played out. Yeah. I mean, but I take her though. I take yeah. her for sure. It's just that that Killmonger energy. Like I'm really. I'm, I'm fed up too. <laughs> you know what else too? Michael B. Jordan, and I don't know if you know, like, because it's been documented. Michael B. Jordan and Chadwick Boseman had a bromance, like, from way before Black Panther, mm-hmm. and they actually, um, Michael B. Jordan got his kind of start because Chadwick Boseman was like fired from like a soap opera. Um, because he didn't want to play like a ghetto kind of stereotypical black character and they fired him and labeled him as difficult, but then hired Michael B. Jordan and implemented all the changes that Chadwick Boseman suggested in the first place. And they both told that story. Mm. So I kind of think in real life, it would be such an homage to their actual relationship for him to carry the torch. And I just think Michael B. Jordan's fine, and of course I want to continue to see him <laughs> in a leotard. Anyway, had to just say that. <laughs> Gotta keep it real. Oh, man. I mean, <laughs> so, okay, so let's say uh, just for the sake of argument that they do decide to recast T'Challa. Who would you, if who would you like to see be recast, or who do you think would be a good a good choice to be recast? What's up, boy, that was in Star, uh, Star Wars? What's his name? Uh, J- uh, John Boyega? Yeah. That's that'd be one of my picks. Okay. Okay. I love yours. I, I I thought I thought he I thought he'd be perfect. Who? He'd be perfect. Um, um, what's him from Snow? Um, oh, oh, uh, uh, Dame Sandra. Um, yeah, he'd be, oh, he'd yeah. be great. Perfect. I, I for sure vote for Franklin. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he and it, it, great actor. Uh, like I said, of Nigerian descent, so it it'll be a good look there. That was that that'd definitely oh, be my pick. Yeah. I agree. Uh, and then he's 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 he, I think he's just turned thirty. So you know, and if the, if they do plan to make several more movies and and build a franchise around him, you you have him for a while. So very calm demeanor, very powerful without speaking. Yeah. Presence is felt. I yeah. agree. Yeah, he I like that. it. All right, so that's it for this second segment. We're gonna get into our last break. When we come back, we have our last topic of the day, which is actually gonna be led by Miss Mary herself. So we'll be right back after this. Yo, this your boy Flaw Seven Hundred. What's good, everybody? It's your guy Fresco, and we are the, the podcast, podcast brothers. brothers. Dig? Yeah. Hey, what is our show about? Actually, our show is about a little bit of everything, man. It's not just one thing, but it's a little bit of this. Right. It's a like a little oh, bit of that. Oh my goodness, no. You like that song? No, not from you. What song is that? I don't know. It don't matter. It It doesn't matter what song that is. Well, that's what our show is about. It's about two brothers kicking the shit. Real life brothers. Real life brothers. Obviously not by choice. And if you know how brothers get down, you know how we give it up. We don't agree on nothing. And that's what it's like on a podcast show. It makes for a healthy debate. Makes for good dialogue, and it keeps the interest and the listener interested as well because it's real brotherly shit. Episodes drop every Sunday. Every Sunday, every platform you can get a podcast that the podcast brothers is there. You dig? Chill. Okay, so we're we're just gonna get right into it then. Okay. Um. Well, do you want to at least you know introduce or or inform everyone if unless they've been under a rock that. We are going to have a new president. Yes, we're going to have <laughs> it's a new not president. Stolen. Uh, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris did win the 2020 presidential race. And because of that, we are going to be talking about, 
we're gonna we're gonna be talking about that and breaking it down. Mary had a really interesting concept. I'll let her present the concept, but uh, I think this is gonna be a fun conversation. All right. So well, keeping it real, right? In the weeks leading up to this election, a lot of hip hop artists have showed their asses um, and have earned the title, in my opinion, <laughs> and Marquis of coon artists. Um, basically, you know, hip hop is really influential. I think more influential than a lot of people, you know, realize. Um, and throwing your support behind a political figure is a really big deal. And I think the stakes were the highest that they've ever been in this election for people of color and other disenfranchised, you know, marginalized people in this country. So I really took that shit very personally when, you know, these coon artists, so to speak, came out in support for Trump or themselves and and basically confused everybody. So in order, in no particular order, the coon artists... (laughs) of this election period are Lil Wayne, Lil Pump, Pump. the nerve of him, <laughs> Kodak Black, who somehow from jail decided to throw his uh, support behind Trump, Kanye West, who, you know, still showed up on ballots and got some votes. <laughs> Interestingly, Kim did not seem to have voted for him, so I- I'd love to see what that conversation was like. Um, the memes are hilarious, by the way. And then I think the honorable mention here is Ice Cube. Um, I, I don't understand that one, though. But I can't comment on that because I'll be biased. Why not? Let's talk about it. Because I understood what he was saying. At the same time, I was with everybody else. Let's just get him out of office. But at the same time, his same, his statement wasn't the same as everybody else's. Right. Everybody else's flat out said, I'm voting for Trump because I'm trying to save money. Cube was saying... I need, we need to listen to both sides because I don't trust neither, which mm. that's where I'm at personally. I don't, I, agree. I don't, I don't trust neither one, but I do want Trump out of here. I agree. So there's two honorable mention coon artists. Um, Ice Cube is one. The other is 50 Cent. Um, and 50 Cent only gets that title because we don't even know if his ass was serious or not because he's I, a troll. I think he was just playing. But, <laughs> but, but the point is we think, right? But at the end of the day, these are two people well, all of these people have an influence on a generation that probably is voting for the first time, right? Like, I mean, not for nothing, you know, some of my daughter's friends, when Kanye was announcing that he was running, literally were planning to vote for him. <laughs> so, and that's like 18 year olds. So, you know, right now was not the time to play. Um, and with Ice Cube, I think attention should be paid to him. I agree with you, Baylor, totally. Um, but I agree with what you said as well, that he should have waited until the election played out and then confronted whomever the winner was with his contract for Black America. Um, because what he did was indirectly or unintentionally, it appeared that he was supporting Trump by giving them credit in trying to work with him to do something for the black community. So, you know, again, threw salt in the game, threw confusion into the mix, and that was kind of borderline coonery. (laughs) So, yeah. So what what Marquis and I both did is we did a little research into the red states. um, And basically, you know, sometimes what you don't do kind of makes you just as guilty as what you actually do. And I feel like, you know, I'm very inspired by Stacey Abrams. I mean, what she has done with Georgia is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually about to hit her up to help me out in Staten Island because I don't know if y'all saw, but 
we're in a blue city and Staten Island is overwhelmingly red. And I mean, we have lots of people with lawn signs saying presidential candidates are for are temporary, but Wu Tang is forever, but yet motherfuckers voted for Trump. So um that's a whole nother story, and I digress. But I do think that there should have been some more involvement in these red states from the hip hop community, from the culture that could have possibly flipped those states blue. So I'm gonna start with North Carolina. J. Cole, what happened to you? Where was he? <laughs> We're talking to no name. <laughs> he still got to iron that out. Yeah, he still got to iron that yeah. out first. I, I, honestly, I don't want to hear shit from politics from J. Cole. As much as, as woke as J. Cole is supposed to be, I just, I, I don't, I don't, no. Nah. But you know what? Okay. That, and, but that's my whole thing with everybody, though. You can't, with have, everybody. you can't have 18 million followers and not say nothing. This is true. Or even if it's just vote, right? Like, I mean, Again, like some kind of voter registration effort, something like it's just it's really disappointing to think that, you know, in all of these red states, it, it was silent among the biggest figures in our culture. So another, you know, <laughs> honorable mention to, for North Carolina goes to the baby. I see that he's working on a new album and is announcing that he's not doing any more features, but couldn't tell people to vote. Is he from Ohio? I think the he might have been born, but he reps North Carolina. Okay. <laughs> he's not trying to play hey, hey, I'm not from here I'm not from Ohio so I give a damn if he's from here or not I'm a transplant um, he, the baby too busy trying to figure out you know how to keep the flow, the same flow and the same beat how he can turn that into a whole 10 year career that's what he's, he's too busy doing okay well he could have just dropped a little yes Yeah. so South Carolina well speaking of Jeezy South Carolina where where was Jeezy then? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, then there's Florida, which there's a number of people who, you know, who yeah, kind of Uncle Luke. I don't think that I, I don't think that's gonna happen. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> I think, that's I don't think that's gonna happen. Yeah. I know we the memes for Florida were, were hilarious, but one of them was like one of those old cartoons where like the character was sawing away a state and it was like, can we do that to Florida? But I'm saying there's Rod Wave if we're talking about some of the new class, right? Even Rick Ross, Khaled, mm-hmm. Pitbull, like somebody. Pitbull's not, Pitbull's not gonna, he's probably voted for Trump. I, well, and I kind of thought that too. <laughs> I'm not yeah. gonna lie. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but for Florida to be so rich with the culture, mm-hmm. they they did not show up. So that's really upsetting and depressing. Okay. Um, then we have Mississippi. There's Sway Lee, Freddie Gibbs, and that's just two. And so, and they, Freddie, they, didn't te- they didn't tweet about voting at all. Nothing. No message about voting at all. Unless they deleted it because we did a sweep and that's terrible. Saw nothing. Right. Then we have Louisiana, Lil Boozy, Kevin Gates are just two off the dome that did not lift a finger for this effort. And listen, call us out. After Kevin Gates' sex tape dropped, like he doesn't put much effort into a lot of shit, so that doesn't surprise me. (laughs) Boo. I cannot. (laughs) So a disappointment, too. Again, to be to be a state that has so many representatives of the culture was Texas. 
So I saw Beyonce posted the day before. Um, I actually reposted her on Yum. Okay. Um, but I mean, and don't get me wrong, Beyonce is always very involved, and and I give her much props. But the day before it was a bit late to get to get involved. Um, but then there's Chameleonaire. Mm. I mean, he has a lot of like different things going on and a lot of different business ventures and crickets on on this election. And then Meg Thee Stallion did kind of, I don't know, she sort of made a statement about supporting black women. I guess it could have indirectly been taken as something about Kamala. But, you know, I think if we mobilized a bit more, maybe we would have had a different outcome. But what about um, Travis? Travis Scott, did he uh Yeah, no. Um, so I'm going to quickly go down the list because there's only a few other states that I actually could find some hip hop representatives. Um, Tennessee, there was young, young Dolph and Yo Gotti, nothing from them. Mm-hmm. Uh, North Dakota. Um, I didn't even know this, but Wiz Khalifa is from there. <laughs> wow. I know. What? There's black people in North Dakota? Right. There He's are the black only people. He's right. He, he literally <laughs> was the only one. You're shocked that there's no, oh, that's the only one. I'm shocked that there's actually black people there. Then there's Missouri. It's like Nelly is killing it on Dancing with the Stars, but couldn't do anything Dancing, about, yeah. Shucking and jiving with the stars. Okay, Actually, so- and you know, so I watch it. I'm admitting that I'm a cornball, but, um, and he, I don't know how he's made it this far, aside from good looks, because <laughs> he's not doing too well. But anyway, um, and then there's my Wyoming, but the rumors that black people were banned after Kanye's album release parties there so <laughs> i guess i understand why that state is red um yeah everywhere else i i really i guess there's not enough culture representatives oh wait there is one kentucky jack harlow he's popping right now probably one of the main Definitely. new class to do so and nothing so mm-hmm. what's popping with this election jack harlow <laughs> do you think anyway that- so so the bottom line is y'all should be ashamed of yourselves if your state was red and you didn't do anything. We have to do better, people. Go ahead, Hayes. We, no, no, we do. We definitely have to do better. And I think so, you know, I've been on this whole thing that entertainers are not leaders. I've I've like been on that bandwagon for at least a couple of years now. Um, but you can't deny the effect that they have when they do decide to speak out about something. And so my thing is, is that this was one of the most important elections of a generation of maybe of a fucking lifetime. It, it very well may be um, to not speak out in this one says a lot because this is where we needed it at. Um, now, luckily, it did go the way that we wanted it and needed it to go. But if it wouldn't have, if it didn't, that would have just been that bit much bigger of an issue. It's just crazy to me. Like we use our little podcast to, to speak out about shit. People with platforms 10 20 times bigger than us don't use it it's it's scary let me let me ask you a question mm-hmm. so people like us on the ground we can speak at this is it that they don't they feel they might have a lot more to lose using their platform oh, you know that's what it is because you know that's what it is and again like mary said vote just say vote do something to inspire your people to show you it's cool to vote or whatever it is, just use your voice. You know what I mean? If you have 18 million followers, stop worrying about Kanye West or no name, vote. You're in North Carolina, just vote. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's all. I, I agree with that. I agree with that. I agree that this time around, we needed to hear the voices, right? Because mm-hmm. we had to get that fuck nigga out of here. 
at the same time, why are we putting this type of investment in artists? Like, why do we continue to do that? Instead of teaching our own, why are we doing this? Because we're allowing, like, when we say influence, I ain't gonna lie to you. As much as I love Cube, I'm not seeing how much influence he has over the younger generation. I guarantee you the, that younger generation is paying more attention to Kanye and Little Pump than anything. Yeah. So I get that. Even though Cube said something and it should have waited, I don't see the influence coming from him at all. Because I'm get, guess what? His influence, he doesn't have any, any influence over me to go out and vote for Biden. I voted for Biden so Trump can lose. Not because I wanted Biden. Mm-hmm. nobody has the influence over me to pick what they feel like I should pick because of what they want. But you're, an so, you're, you're, you're a thinker. That's different. You're not going to follow someone telling you, you should do this. You're a thinker already. Mm-hmm. That's but, this is, but this is true. In my position, I'm teaching other people or I'm teaching my children how to vote and who to vote for. The reason why I don't speak about politics, because I honestly don't believe in the system. At the same time, I am going to go out there and vote for the best person for the country. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Because when I grew up, when I looked at that chart, it was all white faces till it came to Obama. So if you're telling me that this is a fair race, I know you're lying to me. I'm 37 years old. I wasn't able to vote for Bush because he was already in office. I wasn't able to vote for Obama because I had a record. I had a chance to vote for Hillary, but I didn't. And that was because of ignorance, right? Mm. At the same time, I know for damn sure they wanted that man in before we even knew it. So in other words, even though I feel like the system is somewhat rigged, go out there and handle business. You know what I mean? Um, I, I'm just one person, but I'm not listening to these goddamn rappers saying or not saying. I listen to them for entertainment purposes. And the cast that I was influenced by is dead and gone. So all this putting it on these rappers and stuff like that, yeah, it's easy to do that. At the same time, I don't trust these niggas. Some of these niggas rap about shit that they not really doing. It's on us to educate the youngsters. Mm-hmm. So all these votes that went to Kanye, those are the fucking retards that we need to be talking to. Because those <laughs> are the ones that's playing around. So here's here's my thing though, right? And I agree with you. I do. Like it's not we can't put the onus on them. But one point that I think is really important, and I think that is really coming to light now, is that these elections the are not all about the president. They're about your local officials as well. And honestly, that's who really has an impact on what your day-to-day life is going to be like. Um, And I feel like not enough people are even aware of who's running for like their local, you know, senator or assembly person. Um, And again, I feel like if, I do feel like there is a responsibility when you are a role model um, to give back to your community. And what better way to do that than to, be involved in or bringing awareness to the importance of people playing their role in their civic duty to elect people that are going to look out for the culture, the culture that made you famous, the culture that made you rich, the culture that's allowing you to live the lifestyle that you're living. I think everyone needs to start feeling a sense of responsibility because that's what's wrong with our culture. Does Drake get a pass? Drake is not American, so but he has but he has influence over this whole goddamn state. I mean, uh, country. well, that is true. That's true. But he but he can't vote himself here. Yeah. So I don't need his vote. I don't need his vote. I just need his influence, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That that's a good point. 
Like be your own, be your 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 state's Stacey Abrams. That's it. This is what we were asking. Just Jake Cole, just get people to register to vote. You know what I'm saying? So I agree with that. And 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 you say that you're just one person, but you got a voice. You still people listen to you. You're obviously a powerful person where people are paying attention to what you're saying. You said you're a teacher. So what you say is not about telling them to vote for somebody specifically, is open your open your mind. Think about what the future is gonna look like. Because you're teaching them, this is what you want the world to be. These are the things that have to happen. That's it. It's just educating. It's not telling you have to do this. Like Mary said, on a local level, let's think about that. And then inspire the people to, to actually understand what their state is doing. Because the president's job alone is specifically to take care of the country. Everybody expected Barack to take care of black people. That's not his job. His job is to run the country, to build relationships with foreign, the foreign, the foreign agencies and things like that, and to control pandemics. That's his job to take care of the country and, and the world, the most powerful person person in, in the country. But on our level where decisions are made, and unfortunately in Staten Island, and the Wu probably should have stepped up in your red area, but on the local level, you have to take care of your state. And those are the people, I mean, listen, we lost the Senate right now and we're in danger of losing the Senate. If Stacey Abrams doesn't, you know, take over, and I think they need like what, a couple of couple of hundred million dollars, I don't know what it is, but on a local level, that still impacts everything. I, I don't trust a politician who's been in politics for 47 years because they don't know how to be a human being. But I trust this person is the best person to represent us right now for everything we're going through. He has the best relationships with all, in, you know, um, outside of the country and also with the Republicans. And he's the most respected person to be in position for the next four years. After that, we just have to make a decision. But we got to get rid of this pandemic. We have to make sure that we're taken care of and get this motherfucker out because he don't give a shit about us. There's no updates on COVID. He's just on a golf course still trying to win an election that he already lost. So they don't care about us. You know what I'm saying? So again, back to the point, you have to educate people like you're doing right now. So that one person, that one voice makes a difference. And as far as Ice Cube is concerned, he has a voice. He has a platform. And let's be real. How the fuck did he make it to Fox News? Because they wanted him to. The media wanted him to be there because, look, another black person is supporting Trump. That's all it is. So I do like the black. I can't see you. I'm the most unracist person in his room. You get what I'm saying? So it, it, it matters. Whenever a coon or whatever you want to say, a coon artist says something, Ice Cube is melted. Bruh, we don't trust you anymore. You got to earn your shit back. I have a question, well and I think I'm, I think I'm digressing right now. But, Baylor, since you are in California, what is Kamala's reputation there? Um, I mean, prior to everything, um, it wasn't, it wasn't good, but I think because I, I want to say it was mainly because of Trump and everything that he did, they kind of like dismissed everything, honestly, you know what I mean? And it was more so of getting behind a black woman than what she did in the past. Gotcha kind of what I thought it would be. Yeah. So, I mean, I say this to say that now, okay, this election is over, I hope. But anyway, um now the onus is on us, and I mean us as a community and as a culture to hold these people accountable, all of them, right. to do what they pro- like what they promised us they would do. So, I mean, the work is not anywhere near over. It's just beginning. So, I, that's why I feel the need to call all these leaders of the culture out, especially in places where there wasn't that support so that things can change. Yeah. It's like, we need all hands on deck for real. Like our, I, our ship is I, on fire. I, I feel like, and when I say it starts with us, I mean, it's like, I don't, I, I don't feel 
I don't feel like they care. I really don't. Like, we was happy when we heard Jay-Z was about to start working with the NFL. And I fought for him on podcast. I wasn't happy. You know what I, I mean? I, I'm just saying in general. Just saying in general. And then you fast forward, and it's like the changes that we, I guess, I guess people personally wanted hasn't happened. And I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think so. I think I think it starts with us when we stop when we stop dishing out money to these companies or we stop supporting these artists. I think that's when the change is going to come. I, instead I, instead I, of wait instead of waiting on them to say, "All right, we need a change," man, them niggas been saying that that voter die shit happened decades ago. When and that shit still didn't change. When we actually know what real power is, then we can do something with it. Like Dre selling beats to Apple, you took away your power. We had something. And you gave it away. When we actually um, say something, do something. Like, I, I'm, I wasn't ever a LeBron fan, but you know what? LeBron is probably the greatest basketball player, entrepreneur, um, uh, uh, advocate for black people yeah. I've ever seen. Like, he truly sacrificed his platform. Like, no, this is what I believe in. You know what I mean? Those are the voices or that people need to hear. But here's the thing. And we, we also need to think about this. When it comes to being a black person or uh, an entertainer or whatever, especially when it comes to hip hop, we have a responsibility and we're allowed to talk about shooting niggas, killing niggas and robbing somebody or say the fuck out my neighborhood or whatever on the radio. And this gets played everywhere. So I know I have to be this as a black man. This is how I'm going to make it out of the hook. I got to sell drugs. I got to, you know, represent myself, hold a gun. But the moment I say anything like date rape or harming an animal, I drop my lose on my sponsorships. You get what I'm saying? So the media is basically saying, we'll allow you to kill other niggas. But if you talk about our shit, raping women, fuck no. You talk about lesbians or homosexuality, no, you're fired. Or harming animals. So where's the emphasis put on? And this is what we do. We're following the trend. You know what? I can't talk about this. I can't talk about that. But I can talk about killing niggas. So I'm going to do that. You see what I'm saying? So as people, as individuals, as black people, we have to hold ourselves responsible and not follow that trend or... Say basically, I'm going to take over the NFL and get musicians back in. But we know what the NFL represents. It's just a slave trade. Let's be real. Mm-hmm. So, Jay-Z, you didn't do us any favors. And Ice Cube damn sure didn't do us any favors. You know what I'm saying? So that responsibility is on us. On a local level, as people, we have to unite, not be divided. We have to be educated. And then we have to grow together. Well said. And, you know, we and you said something that's key, knowing real power. And to to your point, Baylor, like when you mentioned Jay-Z, like those people are figureheads, basically. They don't have real power. And I I always said, like, people who truly want to affect the culture and don't pay attention to politics are are so off on what actually is going to help affect and, and make our situation better, regardless if it's somebody who looks like us or not. And unfortunately, we are in the unique position where we have to more times than not, it's it's who's the lesser evil. But it's a building block. And it's as we keep uh, give, building our knowledge, like I look at my my 13 year old daughter and she is more aware politically than I was at 25 right now at the age of 13. And so but that's because I've had these conversations with her about politics as I'm learning. I kicked it to her. We had a whole generation gap in which we didn't talk about politics at the dinner table. We did not have those conversations. So then when we put adults out here and they're in a position to vote they don't know what the fuck they're doing they don't know what really to look for so now that now that we see 
where it's gotten with with Trump being in office, I think a lot of people I'm not going to say it's universal or anything, but a lot of people now are aware of why it's important that we're having these conversations in our culture, because that's what's going to help us. If we if we move as a unit and act as a unit like we need to, it, we're, we're unbeatable. And, and that's that's what I hope people have learned from these, these last four years, if nothing else. I got yeah. one last thing. Isn't it a damn shame that Washington, New York, and the rest of the world wants him out? <laughs> yeah. Think about huh. that. Yeah. They were cheering that he got voted out. Everyone, his own state, and the rest of the world. That tells you a lot about who represents us. So There you go. All right. That got deep. This has been another episode. Is there anything left before I close? Uh you, I'm go, I'm going to get some wine. I got some Concord upstairs. So now you didn't you didn't motivate me. Um, <laughs> Red wine, seriously, seriously. If there's nothing else, go ahead and leave them your social media. Marquee, I'll come to you first. You're the guest. Usually we go to Mary first, but Mary, we got a guest in the house. So you're not we'll going go to Mary first. first. I gotta have okay. Mary. All right, go ahead, Mary. <laughs> we did it already. No, I'm kidding. I'm at Miss Mary. <laughs> at Miss Mary Almonte on all social platforms and follow at Young Urban Moms. Because good things are happening there. Definitely. Great things are happening there. Amazing things. I uh somebody I put somebody on uh yum a couple of days ago and they were like, Why are you just now telling me about this? I'm like, they just now like are starting to release their episodes. So yeah. Yay. Yeah, powerful. Baylor. Uh Baylor the Great on all social media platforms, BTG for president, open on with BTG, part of the Red Science Network. And um, yeah, he said he got Nas over LL in the Mount Rushmore. We got to get back to that. We going to finish so, that, though, buddy. So I'm ready to give you my top five. Okay, we just need the last two. Okay, so I said Nas, Jay, Rakim, KRS, and Redman. Those are my five. Whoo! Whoa! All right, oh. I can't be mad at that one. I ain't gonna lie to you. Redman, Red, Redman, Red, Redman can always come to things. He does not get so those. He can always. <laughs> Uh, matter of fact, Mary, wasn't that me and you last week when Baylor was gone when we talked about we compared Redman to Buster Rhymes and how people don't hold him in the we respect did. that, that we he said they were the only two. Redman was the only person that could be in a versus with Buster Rhymes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. We did say that, and so, we missed you, Baylor, last week a lot. That'd, by the way, that'd, that'd be hard, Redman and Bus. <laughs> oh my god, that's what right? I'm saying. Can you imagine the energy in that building? You got to oh take god. the roof off. Take the <laughs> oh, literally take yeah. that motherfucker off. God. <laughs> Yeah, that's hard. Their energy, yeah. not, not a lot of people can match that energy. And even like their videos, like if we really look at every layer of their artistry, there it's a matchup. It yeah. definitely is. Yo, I would their like to egos. see I would like to see Buzz, Redman, and Luda make a video <laughs> together. Yo, that would be dope. Wow. They'd have to have yeah. a characters of themselves and Muppets and whatever the fuck else. Oh, shit. It'd be all kind of shit. That's dope. Right? Jesus That's Christ. Dope. Let's make that I got to tweet that. Somebody, somebody, we need to get, we need yeah. to get Swiss Beats on the phone ASAP. I don't know how we need to make that happen, but that needs to happen. <laughs> we need to put that bug in somebody's ear. But, uh, Marky, go ahead and give them your social media, man. Uh, on IG, at Keezus, Q-U-I-Z-U-S. Uh, on Twitter, Grandban and Marky. On everything else, there you go, and you can follow me at CEO Hayes at CEO H A I Z E. You can follow us collectively at the Breaks Radio. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. The Breaks Radio Gmail.com. We are the number one podcast for the culture, and this week we out. I 
I was so rude when you was trying to be a father Always gave you drama and never took the kids to see your mama no. I know Is what you tried to do Took so much time from you tripping about the child support Paid and had him raising and you still bought him Christmas toys Damn, I just wanna Putting up with me, I always took your joy And had some sorry ass nigga playing daddy to your boy And got mad cause you found a good woman That's fucked up I know what I'm trying to do Oh, you that much, you know I owe him that too He ain't the man he's supposed to be Cause I ain't let him learn from you Damn. For walking away when I was yelling in your face Making a scene in broad day Because you brought him back late Cause you miss him so much You only got him one day Shit Let's do it Yes Alright, let's do it Oh, shit Y'all don't mind if I I'm drinking red, right? Y'all don't mind? This... Oh, no Do you? Oh, as long man. as you're not gonna oh, start I'm acting jealous. stupid, I will be drinking right now, but I'll probably fall asleep, so I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> not gonna partake. All right, I would be drinking right now, but I just finished driving. So, <laughs> since when did that stop you? Yeah, you finished driving. I mean, isn't that more of a reason to drink? Exactly. You're where you are now. Yeah. You don't have nowhere left to go. You might as well. I know. I gotta stop by the store, maybe to go pick up some red. There you go. There you go. <laughs> All right, y'all. I recommend. Okay. 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 We, we can for sure swap some red wine. That's what I do. <laughs> yes, sir. That's my thing. Red wine is my thing. Mm-hmm. It's feeling very grown. Yeah, like red good. wine con- connoisseurs. Oh, and congratulations, sir, on the Lakers and the Dodgers. Oh, you know what? I wasn't going to bring that up. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that. He's a Laker fan too, so. Oh, so that's why we get along instantly. You see this, right? You see this instant chemistry, instant chemistry. Oh man, this this is unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, as Hayes and I are like side eyeing this. Yeah. Don't hate. Don't hate. He's trying to keep his eyes open. No, I'm yeah. good. I'm good. All right. I can't with you. Okay. All right.